faith, hope, and love abide. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is what and who you are. Love is your deepest essence, a wellspring inside of you, welling up into limitless life. The path of conscious love is a relationship calling forth who you really are. Welcome to Coalesce, a series of honest, inclusive, and contemplative reflections. Living in relational wholeness, we enter our. We pray Coalesce will enrich and deepen your experience along the path of conscious love. Good day, good people. This is episode 78, Wholeness and Love. I'm Reverend Robert Farrell, and no matter who you are or where you are on life's journey, you are welcome here. Each week we share in contemplative reflection as an opportunity to listen from your heart. A contemplative gathering differs from other spiritual gatherings and how we are present, and how we listen. To listen from the heart is to listen with a sustained receptivity to a beauty not yet thought about. It is listening with a contemplative state of attentiveness. You see, contemplation isn't about mastering what I am saying. It is about being mastered by what mastered what I am saying. We often rush too soon to the conclusions, calculating things, figuring them out. And we don't rest long enough in a sustained humility of allowing ourselves to be interiorly accessed by that beauty not yet thought about. So during our time together is an invitation for you to let go and enter into a deeper silence. It's an invitation to open to and embrace questions and grace. And as Psalm 42 states, it's an opportunity for deep to call to deep. Let the holy waves pass over you. Let's settle into this path of conscious love and begin by getting grounded in our contemplative state of sustained receptivity with a brief two-minute grounding exercise. For many of us, this moment feels chaotic and terribly stressful. Join us for a few moments to turn inward and connect to your innermost you. Gently close your eyes and feel the gentleness of breath 
inside your body as you repeat these words. My deepest me is love. My deepest me is whole. My deepest me is limitless. My deepest me is infinite. My deepest me is compassion. My deepest me is sacred. My deepest me is mystery. My deepest me is forgiveness. My deepest me is beauty. My deepest me is God. My deepest me has knowledge to give. I open my heart and listen. Tonight we continue our reflection on the spirituality of imperfection. And we'll begin by expressing gratitude for Julian of Norwich, Catherine of Genoa, St. Bonaventure, Tara Brock, Henry Nowen, Elia Delio, David Benner, and Richard Rohr. Take a breath in center and let us reflect and listen with our heart. The transition from the first half of life to the second half of life is itself a falling upward. You will never imagine it to be true until you have gone down and come out on the other side in larger form. You must be pressured from on high by fate, circumstance, love, or God because nothing in you wants to walk the path of descent. Falling upward is a secret of the soul. Those who have allowed it know it is true. This is probably why Jesus praised faith and trust even more than love. It takes a foundational trust to fall or to fail and not to fall apart. Faith alone holds you while you stand waiting and hoping and trusting. Only then will deeper love happen. Falling is the only way to get to authentic love. Falling in love. None would go freely if we knew ahead of time what love is going to ask of us. Have no doubt, though. Great love is always a discovery, a revelation, a wonderful surprise 
of falling into something much bigger and deeper that is literally beyond us and larger than us. The gospel is good news because surprise of surprises, mistake, failure, and sin are part of the salvation equation. First there is the fall, and then we recover from the fall. Both are the mercy of God. The only perfection available to us humans is the ability to include and forgive our imperfection. The only perfection available to us humans is the ability to include and forgive our imperfection. Realizing your imperfection is the beginning of freedom and grace. The spiritual path is never a straight line, but a back-and-forth journey that ever deepens the conscious relationship of being chosen, of being a beloved, of someone loving me more than I love myself, of someone who is more than me than I am myself. That's why Jesus tells so many stories about losing and finding such as the parables of the lost sheep, the lost coin, and the lost son. Indeed, God rejoices over the lost returning home. And true wisdom comes from knowing that you don't know. My deepest me is God. My deepest me is God. That's what every mystic knows and trusts is hidden inside our imperfect humanity. And then we sing and recognize God and me are one.
in the divine economy of grace. It is imperfection, sin, and failure that become the base metal and raw material for the redemption experience itself. Sin and salvation are our correlative terms. Salvation is sin turned on its head and used in our favor. This is how divine love transforms us. We eventually discover that the same passion which leads us away from God can also lead us back to God and to our true selves. Once you see that your sin and your gift are two sides of the same coin, you can never forget it. God seems to be about turning our loves around. In Greek, the word is metanoia. And using them toward the great love that is their true object. Remember the woman who was a sinner her sins, her many sins, must have been forgiven her, or she could not have known such great love. Luke seven forty seven. Her false attempts at love became the school and stepping stones to such great love. We shouldn't be surprised or scandalized by the sinful and the tragic. Do what you can to be peace and to do justice, but never expect or demand perfection on this earth. Temper all utopian ideas and heroic idealisms with patience, with patience for all that is broken, flawed, sinful, and poor. Jesus is an utter realist and does not exclude the problem from the solution. Work for win-win solutions. Mistrust all win-lose dichotomies. The following of Jesus is a vocation to share the fate of God for the life of the world. Follow him by personally bearing the mystery of human death and resurrection. The followers of Jesus agree to carry and love what God loves, both the good and the bad of human history, and to pay the price for its reconciliation within themselves. Two. They are the leaven, the salt, the remnant, the mustard seed that God can use to transform the world. And she does. And the cross is the dramatic image of what it takes to be such a usable one for God. By thy grace.
Take a breath now and come in contact with your center again. Sometimes it helps just to place your hand on your heart to know that's where you're listening from, to come in contact with that place of sustained receptivity. Jesus's familiar exhortation is often translated as be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. A much better translation might be, be merciful as your heavenly Father is merciful. Only God is perfect. But we can participate in God's perfect mercy, God's all-inclusive and impartial love. Christ is the one whose center is everywhere and whose circumference is nowhere. This is the wholeness that holds you. You can't figure this wholeness out rationally, nor can you control it. All you can do is fall into this wholeness that holds you when you stop excluding, when you stop excluding even the dark parts of yourself. As you know, both the pain and the love, your wounds will heal. The only real perfection of which humans are capable is to include, absorb, forgive, and transform human imperfections. Humans are conduits and transformers much more than self-sufficient generators. Such is the character of a whole and holy human being.
perfection is not the elimination of imperfection. Divine perfection is the ability to recognize, forgive, and include imperfection, just as God does with all of us. Only in this way can we find the beautiful and hidden wholeness of God underneath the passing human show. Give me the wholeness that comes from embracing the full reality of who I am, just as I am. Wholeness is the route to the actualization of our deepest humanity. Deep calls to deep. Those who are most deeply and wholly human demonstrate courage in accepting their imperfections. Accepting themselves as they are, they then become able to accept others as they are. With appropriate openness and humility, it is the cracks that let in the light. It is our humanity that allows us to both receive and pass on what Christians call grace, the goodness that flows into our lives from beyond. The harmonic of the universe is wholeness that involves differentiation. Living wholeness is participating in the dynamism of love that gathers everything together into greater unity and consciousness. It is to live with an openness of mind and heart to encounter others as parts of oneself. When we enter into the heart of love in this way, we enter the field of relatedness and come to know our truest and deepest belonging and calling. Wholeness and love are inseparable. Our challenge today is to trust the power of love at the heart of life, to let others be seized by love, to create and invent ways for love to evolve into a global wholeness of unity, compassion, justice, and peacemaking. Love, love never fails. Love is not proud Love does not boast Love after all matters the most Love does not run, love does not hide, love does not keep locked inside. Love is a river that flows through, and love never fails you. And love still believes when you don't. 
Love never fails. Each week at the end of our reflection, we offer you a spiritual practice to help support you on your spiritual path. And this week, the spiritual practice is contemplative prayer. You'll be able to find the guidelines for this wonderful practice written by Mirabai Star on the Contemplative Inner Being website. And I'll drop that link into the chat section. Usually, I like to review these guidelines with you while we're together on these evenings. This particular practice is a little bit longer, so you're invited to spend some time with the guidelines at the website and go through it slowly and intentionally. But before we close this evening, I would like to share with you a very special story that might reflect some of what we have reflected on the past two evenings together in this spirituality of imperfection. It's a story shared by Tara Brock and Richard Rohr. It was about a woman called Marion. She was devastated when she found out that her daughter had been sexually abused as a child by her then-husband. Marion blamed herself for not protecting the little girl. Fearing she might harm herself, Marion sought counsel from an elderly Jesuit priest who had been one of her teachers in college. Crying, she collapsed in the overstuffed chair he offered. Please, please help me, she pleaded. He listened to her story and sat quietly as she wept. When she calmed down, he gently took one of her hands. and began to draw a circle in the center of her palm. He said, This is where you are living. It is a painful place, a place of kicking and screaming and deep, deep hurt. This place can't be avoided. Let it be. Then he covered her whole hand with his, and he went on. But if you can, try also to remember this. There is a greatness, a wholeness that is the kingdom of God. And in this merciful space, your immediate life can unfold. And he began to touch the center of her palm and said, This pain is held always in God's love. As you know, both the pain and the love, your wounds will heal. Marion felt as if a great wave of compassion was pouring through the hands of the priest and gently bathing her, inviting her to surrender into its caring embrace. As she gave her desperation to it, she knew she was giving herself to the mercy of God. The more she let go, the more she felt held. Yes, she had been blind and ignorant, but she wasn't worthless. She wasn't evil. 
being held in the infinite compassion of God, she could find her way to her own heart. Feeling compassion for ourselves in no way releases us from responsibility for our actions. Rather, it releases us from the self-hatred that prevents us from responding to our life with clarity and balance. The priest wasn't advising Marion to ignore the pain or to not deny that she had failed her daughter, but to open her heart to the love that could begin the healing. The path of conscious love. We'll conclude with a blessing and a song. And first, as always, my gratitude for you being here, whether you come to the live session or the recorded session. And I hope that you will continue to come each Sunday at 6.30 Central Time. May you see the truth about yourself, no matter how beautiful it is. May peace fill your life so that love will overflow. May your days and week to come be traveled on the path of conscious love. Peace to all, light to all, love to all. Sat Nam. Amen. The music tonight was by Sonatam Carr, Brandon Heath, Surgeon Carr, and Paul Isaac. Have a wonderful evening. How many lifetimes have I spent searching for something that can't be explained For something that can't be tamed Searching for someone to show me the way Tell me that it's okay To work through my suffering So I look within, I find myself anew and let this light shine through in everything that I do. If darkness should fall, I'll call upon this light. Remember that my heart was touched when I felt the Shakti rush. And I'm looking to the eyes of, the eyes of love. Look into the eyes of, the eyes of love. I look into the eyes of, the eyes of love. I look into the eyes of, the eyes of love. My heart is open and there is more to come. More less to dismind, more work to be done. 
masks I wear are slowly peeling off Cause there's no need to hide from this truth inside A seed's been planted and this tree will grow And the fruits that I sow will surely feed the soul So my friend, I am done waiting Yes, I'm here now And I surrender As I look into the eyes of The eyes of love Look into the eyes of The eyes of love Look into the eyes of, the eyes of love I look into the eyes of, the eyes of love I look in through the eyes of, the eyes of love And now I'm looking through the eyes of, the eyes of love I'm looking through is created, quilted, and shared in a gentle embrace. Our thanks to Reverend Robert Farrell for giving his voice to the path of conscious love. You are me and I am you. Isn't it obvious that we enter are? We pray coalesce and 